Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. This week finds the ladies more contemplative than usual. I would recommend you pause the show and start drinking before you proceed any further, sweeties. And now, on with the show. <laughs> Davenport. And I am Lady Abercop. And it is what, the third week of 2021? Second week of 2021? <laughs> I, don't... I think well, second we, we are recording we are recording <laughs> we're recording on the on Monday, the 18th. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, it will have been Friday. It will be the 22nd. Uh, the inauguration will have happened Fingers crossed, hope happened without violence. Putting that out into the universe. Please. Uh, past us doesn't know what happened. Uh, but present us is a little anxious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we try to make these episodes <laughs> back in the day. We did try to make these episodes like kind of like timeless and that we didn't try to reference current events yes. and we didn't try to reference anything specifically going on uh, because like, you know, some people don't always listen in a chronological order. They don't always listen like when, when the episodes come out uh, and then the world <laughs> happened at us. Yeah, it was a lot easier. It was a lot easier to do that when we weren't... Uh having to do this remotely and we uh -huh. could actually sit down and the two of us would work out the playlists and mm -hmm. you know write write our little our little some little snappy bits that we wanted to add into the show and various remember things, when so. we used to script things yeah i remember that that was before this all this stuff and i tired of it that was when the that was that was back when things ran relatively smoothly most of the time. Yeah, yeah. So that and so, there wasn't a new potentially world-ending crisis happening every day. Yeah. So when when we have the freedom of being able to be in the same room and uh, you know go out for beers and work on the play uh, work on the episode together in the same place i think we can very easily add more of that stuff back but but until then who knows what the world will look like then yeah hopefully it will be who knows a better place for everyone that's all i'm hoping <laughs> i know it's a tall order but that's what i'm hoping i would like to go back to never remembering politicians names oh i would like to not having politicians phone numbers in my, saved yeah in my phone in my phone uh, and, and and showing up in my most recent calls yeah yeah these are these are it's a simple it's a simple simple simpler times thing that i want which is to go back to being slightly apathetic 
I mean, I was still upset about a lot of stuff. I just, yeah, I just didn't really feel the need. I felt like other people have it covered. (laughs) I'll do it. I'll do it when I. I just didn't feel like I, I, I might throw up at any moment from rage and or fear and or frustration yes also i just really wanted to like you know get through a day without having an alcoholic beverage (laughs) oh wait who am i kidding i drink alcoholic beverage no matter what it wasn't that has nothing to do with anything (laughs) let's be honest here (laughs) i just like to drink it's 2021 we have left all pretense behind because we no longer have any patience or time for it yes. because we live in a constant state of anxiety and and uh just staring into the abyss constantly yeah whether it's through doom scrolling whether it's through whatever dumb 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 things that the people in charge are doing that aren't even subtle and we just have to sit here and try to muddle our way through it uh, all while being put in mortal danger. Yeah. I just, my, you know, I just feel like my slap in hand is, is really, really just, you know, itching to slap some people in the face. I, uh, I don't want to slap anybody anymore because that would involve touching them. Oh, yeah, that is and true. And that would mean their germs are on me. That is true. I could put a glove, a rubber yeah. glove, and then ooh, and then ooh. it's and then it's slapping. It's a slapping frenzy. Just what gonna... if you just filled a rubber glove with cement? Oh, that hear or, me out. Or whipped cream, <laughs> just because it's funnier. But <laughs> I mean, that would make that would be a better that would be a better video. But this is not a a visual medium. Oh no, no, that's true. That would that's just true. that would be for you. That that's just you. for me. It's for me. I just want to. And then that's veering into some wildly inappropriate territory. Yeah, probably. I just, mm, there's just a lot of people I want to, I want to slap mm. for the dumb things that come out of their mouths, for the dumb things that they do. Oh, yeah. Just, there's, mm. there, listeners, once again, not to get too personal, but I don't, te- I don't personally believe the concept of hell. But I really wish I did right now because there's a lot of people that I don't feel like are going to get even a fraction of the retribution that they deserve in this lifetime. So I I would like the comfort of believing that they'll get their comeuppance in the next. Mm. But I don't believe that. And it's kind of stinks. So I have taken to faxing those people (laughs) instead. Oh yeah. Well, sometimes you I, know. I took a I took a not an entire page, but I took a page into the Pirate Bay because you know what? Your elected officials have a fax machine and you can send them faxes. And yeah. you can do that through several free online um things that don't need your actual real name or your actual real number or your actual real email address as long as you can it's an email address you have access to that you can respond to uh and uh, you can attach pdfs and there's lots of programs that you can draw whatever you want i'm not going to tell you what to draw but if you were to draw i don't know let's say a big glorious dick labeled this is you 
uh, in some program such as Photoshop and then save it as a PDF, you can set up a Google, a Google voice number and an alternate email and you can send that to your elected officials. And it's not going to solve anything, but it will make you sleep a little better at night. Or so I have allegedly been told. I, I personally have certainly never faxed a picture of a big veiny cock to Tom Tillis with a little arrow and handwritten next to it. This is you. It seems very weirdly you specific. Coward. Yeah, no, it's just a hypothetical situation that I have invented in my elaborate mind palace that no one would ever do this because, you know, Tom Tillis is a coward who won't, you know, vote for the impeachment of a traitor. Uh, so, you know, like, you know, hey, if this is how you voice your frustration in a manner that you know is, they won't pay attention to because I have done the earnest emails and I've done the earnest voicemails and they still don't listen to me. So you just expressed your frustration in a more physical manifestation yeah again all hypothetical yeah oh no it's totally hypothetical and you just kind of think about running the toner out on their fax machine and it brings you peace at night while you go to sleep yeah also, <laughs> also we paid for that fax machine yeah we paid for that fax machine and that toner so i can use it up however i see fit i have not never ever done this you will not attach that to any of my ip addresses <laughs> but there are public libraries <laughs> anyway <laughs> not that i've done this all we're saying all we're saying library. friends yeah all we're saying friends is that lady Addercop and i are tired we're tired we're so so very tired we're, we're tired of being alone in a room <laughs> far away from each other we're tired of watching each other on a tiny video screen yeah. waiting for the other to stop talking so that we don't cause that weird zoom thing where it cuts the other person off yeah it's weird it's just i'm tired of it mm. i want to go back to you know spontaneous radio <laughs> i would absolutely murder certain people not naming names but you know what hey what does it even matter anymore because apparently you can just waltz up to the friggin capital with a spear calling for blood and build a guillotine on the on the grass and just you know but i would threaten to murder a person just to be able to like not worry that going to work or my friends and family having to go to work is gonna cause them illness death or 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 permanent disability yes yeah because our elected officials really don't seem to give a flying fuck about what happens to a goodly portion of us and that's very frustrating it is it is very very frustrating it's enough to make you fax penises to an elected official. <laughs> Not that you should do that, but you can. If it'll make you feel better. I I look also look forward to not having not not getting uh 
all politically out, bent out of shape on this show because we used yes, to Yes, be... remember when this never had anything to do with real life? Yes. I <laughs> remember it's... those days? I miss those days. I miss them more and more. <laughs> we didn't curse, we didn't mention our real names, we didn't talk about our actual histories. Yeah. It's just fluff. I miss fluff. It was just fluff. Remember fluff? Fluff is good. And with, and with that, I'm going to press a button. Oh, I think you should. I think you should stop us from this. Sirs, how many times have you gazed lovingly over the side of your airship only to have your favorite chapeau leap from your head into the void lost forever? Many are the ways you could try to keep your hat attached. Straps, belts, ribbons, penny nails, or the steady hands of a workman. These methods, good sirs, are simply outdated. Fly to your local apothecary and procure a gallon jar of Silas Buncombe's hat cement. You can't afford not to. So, Lady Addercup, um, I have... Yes. We've talked about this on the show before, but I want I want to bring it back around because I did so one of the songs that I played for the that I chose was from Popeye, which you commented on. Um Harry Nielsen's yeah. Kids from the nineteen eight eighty, eighty one Popeye, I believe. Um Oh god, I don't know when that monstrosity came but it's out. Robert Robert Altman directed it, Robert Altman of of MASH movie fame mm-hmm. you know he's done a bunch of other movies that are good yeah starring Shelley Duvall yes an accomplished actor yes. who was in The Shining and Robin Williams uh, a famous comedian who you yeah. may have heard of yes yeah, yeah. there are some serious there acting was a talks. bunch of there was a bunch of character actors in it that are very very recognizable that uh yeah no it's uh it's very, very strange to think about it in the fact that the cartoon that it's based on has a sailor man with strange arm muscles, well, possibly, we- <laughs> possibly bone growths. I don't, it's, I don't, I'm not sure what is wrong with him because no arms look... I've never seen real people with arms like that. Well, I mean, t- to be fair, like, I think the original cartoon, the original comic strip... Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't you don't have to be realistic in that because it's a an unrealistic... Right, kind it's a of, cartoon. ...like, world that Popeye, the Sailor Man, inhabits. Right. Um, <laughs> I just want to know... What made them it was, I, I looked it up. It, 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 the movie came out in 1980. Okay. I we had was... been discussing this. I I had horrible flashbacks. Not horrible. I just had flashbacks when that song was playing because that was one of the movies that, like, one of the, like, uh, pantheon, I guess, if you could say, or a lexicon of weird VHS tapes that my family specifically rented. They were not necessarily popular movies they were not necessarily good movies but there was this weird like library of vhs tapes that we could all or and or um movies that streamed on (laughs) like local access tv Uh that we could always be trusted to watch and 
and the Robin Williams Popeye was one of those. Um, I th- I think my dad really liked it. So I think it was one of the movies that whenever we couldn't make a choice uh, at the at whatever video rental store that we were at that point frequenting, it wasn't always Blockbuster because there were a lot of weird, sketchy local video rental places that we oh, frequented yeah. as youngsters. Um, that was always one of the ones that if we couldn't make a decision, if we all couldn't agree on something, Popeye would like pop into the rotation. And I had forgotten that it was a musical. Yeah. Despite the fact that I knew several songs from it. It was a it was a weird musical. It was a really weird. Yes. Just everything about it was weird yeah, and off-putting. Some, yeah, yeah. Well, trying to make, you know, we we now live in we we are now in a time frame where they have made you know, video game movies and mm. more more video game movies than 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 should exist. We and, have... and we we lived through the nineties, so we saw a lot of really bad video oh, game there movies. Was a lot of really made. bad video game movies. Um, also, you know, bo- books being made into movies is completely that's completely passe. I mean, everybody does that. Uh, comic book movies now has happened. Cartoon Dick Tracy happened in the 90s. Um, That is also a strange, inexplicable, because they also tried to make all of the characters look like the characters from 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 the comic strips, which, you know, there were a lot of weird, weirdly drawn characters that then they had to recreate. Yeah, characters that worked in two dimensions but did not work in three they dimensions. They just became living nightmares. And Popeye is kind of. <laughs> one of also, those. the Dick Tracy movie. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. The Dick Tracy movie had one of the dirtiest lines that I've ever heard in a PG movie. Was it a line that Madonna says? It was a line Madonna said. And That's she was so surprising. The frozen peach. So I bought ice cream. It's frozen peach. You better eat it soon. It's starting to run a little. Oh. Like that might not have been the exact paraphrasing yes. of the movie, but that was very, very close. This was marketed at children. Yeah. Madonna in all of her like late 80s, early 90s Madonna glory breathed that line. Well, yeah. Well, her character also was named breathless mahoney yes spoilers for the very old movie that no one has seen because it was very bad uh she ended up being the bad guy i i've actually seen it i've actually i actually saw it several times because i believe it was playing when i worked at the movie theater and i, had I to saw see it, it in lot. the theaters i had to see it a lot i no no but you know what's sadder than I saw it in the theaters and you worked at the movie theater when it was playing? But that you Mr. Said. Ducky was a big Dick Tracy fan. So he oh, actively oh, wanted to see it. He actually wanted to see it and had a birthday. His, I think, 12th birthday party? Oh. 12th or 13th birthday party was Dick Tracy themed. Oh, it's adorable <laughs> and terrible at the same time. Also, like, and then, like, the, the Madonna, 
It's like busting in on children. What is essentially a children's movie. Like Popeye was a terrible movie. It was bad in many, many, many bad ways. But it understood that children were probably going to be watching it. So olive oil never busted up on screen and be like, I brought you ice cream. It's olive oil flavored. You better eat it fast because it's starting to run. Yeah. Like Shelly Duvall never busted up on screen and said that. No. No, thankfully. Any of her characters. She did sing a song about how Brutus was, Pluto was large. <laughs> oh, that's right. She did talk about Pluto's <laughs> dick size in a song. I did for, I forgot. <laughs> I did forget. She spent an entire song about telling him about how she was a battered wife. She was a battered girlfriend, but he was hung and he was hers. Yes. He's large. You are correct. But he's mine. God, the 80s were a fucked up time. No wonder we have no good moral compass. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see the children's entertainment we were presented with? Well, one of my favorite children, like children's movies that, that I question, I question the people who made it and then the adults who let their children watch it. Uh, Monster Squad. Monster Squad. We're one of the scariest monsters to ever exist in any screen. Was defeated by kicking him in the nuts. Yes. And they conveniently ignored the fact that they needed a virgin to recite a, a spell. And they were chock full of male virgins, but apparently none of them would work. They only needed the they needed the five year old girl. They needed a virginal girl child, not any of the other virginal well, male nerds that were also, populating the entire film. Well, and also as an adult, going back and rewatching that movie, there is a whole uh, side subplot about the divorce and yeah. separation of one of the main characters kids for the dad the main characters uh, ki- parents are getting divorced, divorced and it is not played for comedy you just played super super serious and that is what is going on as a subplot uh that that made me go oh is this so that adults have something to pay attention to and then it was like why is this even in here I'm actually not mad at the, like, I know a lot of people make a lot of fuss about the uh, divorce subplot, but I'm actually not mad at it because, no, like, it was, let's no, keep in mind. No, it was, what was problematic to me about it was the fact that it, that the father sounds like he's an abusive police detective. Yeah, no, he didn't sound great. <laughs> he, he's a police officer, he's a police detective, and it sounds like it's an abusive relationship. That's the yeah, whole yeah. part that... That that makes me kind of go, why is why did you do this? <laughs> there are some there are some very serious red flags that are brought like, up in the you, film and you and have put resolved. this yeah and you have put this in the middle of a children's movie. This is a very and it's very serious and very well acted. Yeah, it's Peter. Um, but like, Peter I, Coyote. I'm, not that, I'm not mad at that. Like, because there's a lot of '80s films that are like kind of fixated on divorce. Because that was happening a lot in the 70s right. and 80s. Yes. Because that was when it was suddenly a lot yeah. 
irreconcilable differences and well and and also women could suddenly get like you know credit cards and um bank accounts (laughs) things like that in their own names without having to lump a husband onto it uh so suddenly a lot of women had financial options that they didn't have in the past yeah but and that's why it seems like a lot of people got randomly divorced in the 70s and 90s but it also is one of those things of having this like if you want to have a subplot about your parents getting a divorce (laughs) It's, it's a weird flex to put a very serious and very like normal reality based divorce in a movie in a movie about universal monsters coming (laughs) to life that a group of fucking frankenstein shows right that a group of children have to beat up like we're we're like we're a group of children and a and and a nazi death camp survivor have to beat up let's not forget oh yes the like fucking holocaust subplot right of oh the right the, God. right the van helsing character yeah they have to find somebody who can read german and there's a germ a scary german guy it turns out he's a he's a death camp survivor that's a light yeah. fluffy thing to drop in yeah. we're just saying we're just saying uh the 80s were weird yes no, it, it made it made Goonies it made Goonies seem uh seem light light and 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 not as scary. It, well, I mean by comparison Goonies was. There were no Holocaust survivors no. in Goonies. There was some scary I mean, there was a mob hit and there a was dead a, body. Right. There were some scary scenes in it though. Yeah. There's several scenes that <laughs> there were some skeletons, a dead guy the mob as a child who 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 had child to go on a horrible pirate ride as a as a small child that that it really freaked out goonies was terrifying the yeah. whole one eye the whole one-eyed willy boat with all of the skeletons on there that was absolutely terrifying to me because i had gone on a ride with my mom and with the skeleton it was like a log flume ride with with creepy uh, skeleton pirates and some of the cobwebs had fallen and then stained my shirt so oh. that it never came off because whatever spray stuff they used to make the fake cobwebs uh so that was and then that was part so of this the... was like a carny kind of ride no it was a it was it was a ride at king's dominion I don't know what that is, but it's it an amusement. Sketchy. It's an amusement park in Virginia somewhere. That I'm from Florida. There's only you get the, yes. You have the big giant one in other yeah, places. Yeah, but they're also real fucked up. Yes, well, it's not like yeah. yeah. No, in other in other areas, I there was a we lived in Maryland at the time, and for a period period of a couple years, uh. Every summer, my mom and her sister would take me to amusement parks with it that were in a short drive. So we went to King's Dominion and Bush Gardens and mm. Hershey Park mm-hmm. and some other ones that I don't remember. You do not sound like you enjoy these. No, these are the reasons why I do not like amusement park rides, for one. 
And two, I have really bad motion sickness. Yeah. I do not like rides physically as well as emotionally. Yeah, if you're the if you're the friend that pukes on every ride, yes, yeah. Know, suddenly, Bush Gardens is a lot less yeah. fun. Yeah. Also, when you're a small child and you and you really start to realize that you're the excuse that's being used so that the adults can go and do this thing, ah, because I I did not really want to to go. I don't like being in a car for a long period of time because I get motion sickness. I don't like being on the rides. And then the creepy skeleton thing really scared me. <laughs> Did not yeah, like see, it. Like, to and me, then you watch, and then you go watch sequence. Goonies and Monster yeah. Squad. And then you kind of wonder, you know, it, it kind of explains why I don't like scary movies. Yeah, the, to me, the most terrifying scene in Goonies was Okay, the dead body with the bullet hole in his head falling on chunk. That was pretty that was pretty scary. Um also the scene <laughs> I don't know why, the scene where he lifts up the eye patch and oh. one-eyed Willie only has one eye, and like his skull has formed over the, oh, the eye the socket whole, for the yeah. other eye. That that scared me. I think mostly because I'd had asthma. And the main character had asthma, and he saw that and went, <gasps> and then yeah. immediately had to hit his puffer. So that made me feel like I had to hit a puffer, and you know, also it was a little bit of the fact that the ice cream was smelting in the cooler. Yeah. That was also no, no, terrifying. I, <laughs> I about the ice cream was melting. Also, it took me a lot of years to understand. This is embarrassing, considering how many Jewish friends I had, but I was an ignorant goyim. I I throw myself upon the. Uh, pyre of ignorance i did not realize for a very long time that one of my favorite scenes which is where chunk is running through the forest because mm-hmm. he's trying to get help because right. uh he's been trapped in thing his friends have let his friends have hidden right. he's trying to get them help and uh he's running through the forest and branches are hitting him in the face and he's like i love nature i love nature but i hate the dark this i hate the darkness and that was one of my favorite scenes because that was very funny and he runs into one of the mobsters and immediately starts singing i did not clue into the fact that he's praying yes yeah because he's jewish and prayers is done in song and he's like oh i'm about to die and starts praying and the other guy responds by singing opera yes i did not clue into that particular little uh um cute moment it took me a couple of years as an adult but as a kid i didn't understand i was like everybody's singing it's funny (laughs) it's okay i would just have never gone to a temple before so i didn't know that the prayers were done in song yeah because i was an ignorant goy yeah but that's fine that happens you learn. You move on. You and then when you're an adult, you rewatch the scene and get the joke and go, oh god, that's that's really funny. <laughs> it makes it even funnier. It does make it funny. That whole scene is very good. Yes. Yeah. And uh, also the kid that played Chunk grew up to be very attractive, just as an FYI. Oh. I have no idea. I watched a reunion thing. Oh. For the original actors were talking. Uh, Chunk grew up to be cute. Data grew up to be cute. We all knew that. 
And Mikey. I mean, we all knew how Mikey grew up. Yes. Because he would become Samwise. And he likes potatoes. And he loves potatoes. And Corey Feldman spent the entire time talking about how funny it was that they gave him all the lines about drugs. <laughs> and all the other actors laughed awkwardly. And Brad became Thanos and destroyed and the universe. Brad became Thanos and murdered them all. That's true. That is true. All right. So I think it's time. <laughs> We've talked to about say the Goonies and uh, Popeye enough. Yes. I think it's time to uh, for me to go eat dinner. It is definitely time for you to go eat dinner. If you would like to help us buy dinner, you can do that. Uh, simply go to agonyoutstudios.com and there you can see all of the ways in which you can help support the show. You can either become a Patreon or one of our coffee members and uh, can donate monthly. You can donate a one-time via either coffee or PayPal. You can follow us on social media. Emmett is at all the things at Emmett Davenport or Mad Spinstress. Yes. Okay, yes, got it right. <laughs> I always feel like I'm getting it wrong. <laughs> I'm in all the things at Lady Addercop. Um, you can help review, help the show by reviewing it on Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher. Give us five stars. It helps boost us in the algorithm so that people can find us. Uh, am I forgetting anything? Nope, I think that's it. Fax your senator's dicks in the ways that I have suggested earlier in the show, or or don't don't actually do that. Do that, <laughs> but not in a way that can be traced back. Also, if you if you missed the music portions of our show, uh, you can listen to those on our Mixcloud station, which is mixcloud mixcloud.com backslash that darling DJ duo. That is where the full episodes are because we can't post, we can no longer post the music up on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. So we have to no. do some truncated, uh, amended episodes. Just the talky bits. Just the, yeah. But if you if you want it in the entirety with the music and the back announcing, that's where you go. Yeah, if you want to hear me mutilate song titles and yeah, uh, yeah if you artists, that part. That's where it is. I know I did. Um, yeah. Also follow us because who knows? We might DJ again in the future. We had a lot of fun with the oh, yeah. New Year's Eve thing. We did. We did, and we'll and we'll try and do that again soon. It just we have weird <laughs> schedules right now, so it's kind of hard to get us both together at the same it's time. It's working two jobs, and I'm working and going to school, so yeah. like our schedules are very weird. Very yeah, weird. someday it'll it'll all every now and then there's a new day, there's a day that comes up that works just perfectly, and that will be the one. But we will do it. And again. You never know when either one of us might get bored and just hop on to twitch and stream so That's follow true. us and find out if that happens that is true and with that this has been the clockwork cabaret she is lady Addercup. and she is emmett davenport and it's not work we do it's love do you suffer from the horrendous ailment of omnitism oh, it hurts everywhere so many of us do having never realized that there is a simple and easy cure with the introduction of Dr. Phineas T. Norwood's patented omnitism oil, 
a healing antiseptic liniment, you can be free from crippling omnitism. This amazing new oil can be used both internally and externally, but is best when used in combination. Headache? Phineas can cure that. Gut rot? Phineas can cure that. Bunions? Eye strain? Toothaches? Phineas can cure all of that. Generalized, non-specific pain? Phineas can cure that too. Ride away on a cloud of happiness using Dr. Phineas T. Norwood's patented omnitism oil.